Adventures of a Street Musician by Mickey Zeekley Episode 4 Street Wars A wealth of experiences can become yours by playing bagpipes on the street. It was a perfect day for busking, the ancient art of turning music into gold, at the cable car turnaround by the cannery in San Francisco. A large crowd had gathered around me, and a waterfall of coins were filling my hat. I noticed an orange-robed, actually a saffron-robed, shaven-head follower of Hare Krishna on the edge of my audience, trying to sell incense and otherwise annoying my benefactors. My patience ended after he chased away half of the crowd. I decided it was time to take action. I blew up the pipes and marched straight at him. When I got close, he ran down the street and the crowd started to cheer. I chased him for two blocks while playing old war marches. My friend, Smoke Dawson, was playing pipes in downtown San Francisco and thought that he'd finally reached a new peak in his playing. The music was great. He played with his eyes closed and was sure that people were filling his hat with vast sums of money. When he ended his tune, he opened his eyes just in time to see a gang of children running down the street, dropping coins that they liberated from his hat. He never played on the street with his eyes closed again. Robert Donovan Thomas and Don Brown were regulars on Telegraph Avenue in Berkeley, playing sometime a bagpipe and Don's gigantic bass drum. One day they noticed a large crowd gathering and thought they could do very well busking the crowd. Bob tuned his pipes and they proceeded towards the crowd only to be tear gassed during the free speech movement rally. Don made quite a sight running down the street with his bass drum. I was once busking at the cannery in San Francisco as a bagpipe duo with Lisa Emmons, alias Delicia Toadfeathers, the delightful and diminutive four-foot-eight lady bagpiper. An annoying young man started to try and get Lisa's attention and flirt with her while she was playing. When she wouldn't stop and acknowledge him, he kept on hassling her and eventually reached out and grabbed her. Lisa and I were playing a sprightly duet of the Rakes of Malo on our bagpipes at the moment, and without missing a beat, she kicked him squarely in the shins and laid him out flat on the ground without missing a beat in her playing, and she went on playing. She is one of my lifelong heroes. Another of my heroes was Robert Shields, the mime. I would play the bagpipes at Union Square in San Francisco. My favorite spot was Geary in Stockton Street, across the street from Union Square. I would play and watch the antics of Robert across the street. He would sometimes hide when a policeman showed up, 
and then sneak up behind him and mime what the cop was doing. I saw a cop turn around and saw Robert there, and the cop took a swing at him, which made even better material for Robert. Sometimes during heavy traffic, a cop would start directing to get things moving around the square. I saw a policeman doing this, but he got called away to do something else. Robert jumped right into the street and started directing the traffic and got it snarled up for blocks in every direction before the cop returned and chased him off. One of my favorite places to busk with my bagpipes was Chinatown. The bagpipes sound a lot like the traditional Chinese sham, the sona. No one in Chinatown would ever give very much money, but almost everyone that walked by put money in my hat. I was employing in front of my favorite dim sum shop and having a great time. Across the street from me was a bank. It was quite incredible to watch this old Chinese man laying a curse on the bank while I played across the street. Chinatown was fascinating. I found a number of Chinese music clubs and would sit on the steps and listen to the incredible music coming out of their basement practices. Edsel Ford Fong was known as the rudest and meanest waiter in the world. He was famous for it. After busking, I would go to Samuel's restaurant where the food was okay, just so I could experience his antics late at night. People would try to order something off the menu from him, and he would start screaming at them that they could not have it and told them he would bring what he wanted them to eat. When people would come in, he would tell them to sit down and shut up. He would slam the food down on the table and tell people that they were stupid or fat. He was the best show in Chinatown by far. Watching people's reaction was a great late night entertainment. Us Golden Toadies were the first real buskers on the streets of San Francisco in modern times. One of my favorite places to busk with the bagpipes was across the street from Girardelli Square. It was great fun. Large crowds would gather and fill my hat and dance all along the sidewalk. It felt good to bring a little magic into their lives and mine too. Some months after I'd been using this area as my stage, various craftspeople started to bring their trinkets around and tried to sell them to my crowd and did very well. Many years later, I went back to play on the same street on a sunny Saturday afternoon. The sidewalk was covered with a solid row of crafts booths. It was hard to find a place to play.
I finally found my spot and blew up my pipes for old time's sake, but was immediately descended upon by an irate craftsperson. He was selling plastic earrings direct from Korea and told me to stop playing because I was ruining his business. So much for sentimentality. This podcast is a part of a series, Adventures of a Street Musician, by Mickey Zeekley. The music that you've been hearing is from the album Fiona's Folly by Mickey and Elizabeth Zeekley. You can download this album on iTunes, Amazon.com, and CD Baby. You can find out more about Mickey Zeekly and Mickey and Elizabeth's music by going to CelticWeddingMusic.net.